1: Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever. Interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate?
0: So, just to make me legal, I must tell you that I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. This is information only, but this is the part I want you to take home, and I do want you to know this and believe it. If you are on any medication that's prescribed, you must let that prescriber know that you want to increase your diet, nutrition, and increase your life, the healthy lifestyles. Because your body, if you give it a chance, is so wonderfully resilient, and I do mean this, that your health can improve very quickly to the point that any medication for any reason would have to be decreased or eliminated. So take that seriously, and you'll hear more about that in just a minute. If you want my full disclaimer, it's on my website, DonnaKKelley.com. So, yes. Thank you. Can you hear me now? Okay. So this body, it is wonderfully resilient. Wonderfully resilient. And you have basically 13 balance systems in your body that's going to speak to each other. So anytime you put a plus in your lifestyle anywhere, you can shift everything to go up the stairs. Conversely, if you put negative things into your diet or lifestyle, you can go down the stairs. Now, this is a continuum. We go up, we go down. And yes, we are all going to leave this body at some point, but I would like for people to know that their health span can more fully equal their lifespan anybody in a nursing home for 10 or 20 years. I don't want anybody with dementia. So, a seasonal affective disorder it is a real disorder and we may want to think about it kind of like this. If you were totally healthy, you would have lots of resilience. Maybe your the water line on this, staying above the water and not into disease processes would be down low. But if you're kind of like here and the winter time comes, maybe the lack of sunlight decreases your vitamin D, and so we're going to dip down into depression. Maybe uh, it's the holidays and we eat a few foods that maybe are not the healthiest for us, So where we're here, we now dip down. Maybe a little bit more alcohol at parties. And even the financial impact of all of the gift giving, that is a stressor. That is a stressor to our body because we worry about that. Maybe 24-7, 365. So that also adds to the burden that our body has to get over. Our daily routine gets disrupted because of all the shopping and decorating and parties. Our sleep pattern will change with all of this activity. Maybe our quality of sleep is not as high. Maybe the length is not as good. Maybe we are having to drink more coffee in the morning to get going. That will lower or can lower the quality of your sleep. Uh, Maybe we're experiencing loneliness. Loneliness is a marker for inflammation. And it only depends on how you define loneliness. Not having family. You know, as we age, some of our loved ones have passed over. Maybe we have family and we have conflict with them. And of course, a lot of times we put ourselves last instead of first. We have lots of good news. Lots and lots. Lots and lots of good news. So, 72% of your health that you are experiencing right now is because of your diet and lifestyle. It's 92%. That means you're in control. 8% is genetics, but that. is because you have control of your epigenetics. And epigenetics is how your genetics and the environment interact. So everything you eat, think, drink, or do influences this environment that your cells are living in. And obviously we have full control of what we... Put into our mouths, what we're going to do. Maybe the thinking is a little bit more difficult, but we do have control over it, to a great extent. Little bit more background here so that you can more fully appreciate. Your gut, has anybody heard it is your second brain? The gut has a microbiome and it is the bacteria, the viruses, the fungus, there's good and bad. We have trillions of human cells with DNA. We have 10 times the bacteria in our microbiome as we have human cells. So we are really a container for our microbiome. We have 10 times more bacterial DNA than human DNA. And we have another 10 times on top of that of viral DNA. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. It is the balance that is important. Whatever we feed with what we eat, think, drink, and do depends on which balance it is. And why do we care? Your small intestines are 20 feet long. And this is not smooth. This is a one cell layer thick. Your skin is seven layers thick. Your small intestine is one cell layer thick because it's got to absorb the nutrients through the cells. It also is where 80% of your immune system is because You are basically a donut. You've got the outside, but the inside is actually, you know, you're taking in a lot of outside materials, and it's all going down. You're a donut. And so this intestine has to have a lot of immunity because you're eating a lot of bacteria, a lot of things your body doesn't need. So that immune system, is 80% is in that intestine. And that intestine is like a shag carpet. It has villi and each villi have microvilli. So if you open all of those villi up, your surface area of your small intestines is the same as two tennis courts. I'm not anywhere near two tennis courts. (laughs) That is why if your gut is not healthy and able to defend itself from toxins and bacteria, whatever you're eating or have in you, then it can impact your body and cause inflammation to a huge extent. Your healthful bacteria are going to make anti-inflammatory things and the harmful bacteria and virus and fungus are going to be making inflammatory. And inflammation, we have known for years, is the bottom line, the underlying reason for basically all disease. All. So, we're only going to talk about three, which is the low-hanging fruit of all of these different balance systems, and each one will impact the others. So, first I'm going to talk about sleep. National Geographic, last year, did an entire issue on the science of sleep. We are in a worldwide experiment because lack of sleep is prevalent worldwide. Arianna Huffington, The Sleep Revolution. The healing power of sleep. So sleep is critical, critical. It is when you make your growth hormone. And growth hormone is used by your body for repair. You repair a lot, you age slower. I'll have some of that. During sleep, your brain actually decreases in size slightly. Your cerebral spinal fluid comes up and it's like a radiator. It's going to wash out all the toxins. Now your body is gaining energy by burning fuels. And the byproducts of those have to be eliminated. So this three pounds of brain, which is about 2% for 150 pound person, uses 25% of your fuel. So it is very, very hungry for energy. It makes a lot of byproducts and that needs to get out every night. So to clean your brain is going to make you, you're having better memory, it's going to protect you from Alzheimer's and other dementias. It's going to increase your performance mentally and increase your creativity. Top three ways to optimize sleep. And as a functional practitioner, I like to speak always about optimization. I don't want normal. Normal means you're as sick as everybody else in this society. The U.S. currently spends twice the next industrialized nation on health care per person. We are a rich country. If we decide to do that, so be it. What do we get for that money? Of the top 50 nations, we are constantly in the lower third. We don't get much. Because when you rely on treating symptoms, all of those underlying symptoms are brought to you because your body's out of balance. You got to get down here to the root cause and then your health improves and symptoms and diseases just fall away, by definition. Because if your cells are healthy, your tissues are healthy, your organs are healthy, you're healthy. And every one of us sitting in here tonight, our bodies are no more than 10 years old. We are making new cells all the time. The GI tract makes it every two to three days. Your bones are the slowest and they overturn about every 10 years. More good news. You can always increase your health. Always increase your health. So top three tips to optimize sleep. Snoring versus sleep apnea. And there are apps on the phone that you can get to let you track your snoring, to see if you snore. Sleep apnea is a different animal, though. That is when you quit breathing very hard on your heart your brain is really needing oxygen all the time so it's very detrimental to your brain plus it doesn't let you sleep restfully if someone walked in here and just pinched off your throat just for a couple of seconds you might get really excited your body gets excited when it's sleeping and you've cut off oxygen to your brain However, you don't know that because you're sleeping. Your regular primary care physician, if you want to check it out, can actually uh, order that sleep test, and they do it at home now. There's an apparatus that you put on your head, and there's a cannula that you put in your nose to make sure that you don't quit breathing. You take it in the next morning, they read it, and if you have sleep apnea, I'm assuming then that you would go in then for further studies. But it's, it's pretty easy, and it can be done at home. And most insurances will cover that. Best time to sleep is 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. The hours before midnight are best for your body's restoration. And you want to avoid blue light. That wavelength turns off melatonin production. And melatonin is what your body needs to fall asleep. So when you go outside in the day, the sky is blue, you've got blue light, you wake up, turn off your melatonin, get all the way awake. And then in a natural world, without all of these lights, we can actually see the pinks in the sunset, and that goes then into darkness. And some people, when you get really into this, they'll use blue blocker sunglasses in the evening to block out any blue light. So phones, computer screens, TVs, those need to get off two or three hours beforehand, before you go to bed. They just admit too much light. It's going to help you stay awake. So, if I don't sleep, what does that do for stress control and diet? Really? Yes, really. So if you don't sleep, you don't have energy, studies have shown that you're going to eat more, trying to get energy, you're probably not going to make the best food choice because your prefrontal cortex, which is your higher executive function to help you make better decisions, is a little bit offline because it's tired. Um, Stress control. Well, you're probably not going to feel the best. Your memory may not be working the best, so you're kind of having to push yourself all the time. Uh, And that pushing is stressful to your body. If everything was working optimally, you wouldn't have to push to get it done. So yes, lack of sleep is very detrimental. So then we're going to talk about stress. Number one underlying reason for most doctor visits, and it affects everything, everything. When you are stressed, your body says, the tiger is after me, what do I do? I need to get into survival mode. Survival mode means I'm going to turn off, repair, digest, and rest. If the tiger is going to eat me today, I need every ounce of blood going away from my digestive tract. I don't need to absorb any food. I'm going to be the food. I need all blood to my muscles so I can run. I need my heart to beat quickly. I need my blood to be able to clot quickly because if that lion gets me, I don't want to bleed out. I need to construct my blood vessels so I don't bleed out. And my immune system says, okay, we're in survival mode. We don't have to worry about the cold we might get tomorrow. We may not be here tomorrow. We sure in the world don't need to worry about the cancer we might get five or six years from today. We need every hand on deck for survival today. That is pretty frightening. That is pretty frightening. So all systems of the body are affected. Three tips to control stress, meditation and deep breathing. Studies have shown, that just four deep breaths can tip you from being into survival mode to repair, digest, and rest mode. Not all the way, possibly, but it can start tipping the table. Just four. And it's free. You just breathe in deeply, hold it for a couple of seconds, and breathe out slowly. can be done anywhere. Nobody even needs to know you're doing it. And if you can do it several times a day, that's even better, because you're constantly going to be reminding your body, I'm okay. I am safe. I don't need to just survive. I can thrive. And you may want to think about caffeine consumption, especially after 2 o'clock. You've got to get that caffeine out of your system so you can fall asleep easily and deeply and caffeine is a stimulant. Your body reads a stimulant as a stimulant. It doesn't matter if it's Sudafed, if it's caffeine, if it's a tiger. A stimulant is a stimulant. So, I'm in stress. What does that do for me? Well, I'm not going to probably be able to sleep. You know, the ruminating thoughts get going and then you're not going to get the quality or the quantity of sleep that you need. For diet, an increase in stress actually increases ghrelin, and ghrelin is the I am hungry hormone. I don't think I need more of that. So, question. Think if you can tell me what food would do this for you. There is a food that possibly some of us eat every day. And it actually changes your brain so that it cannot read serotonin, the happy chemical, as well. So it actually makes you unhappy. Any idea? Which food would we eat that... Oh, you've been studying, Ellen. <laughs> Ellen is so right.
1: <laughs> oh, we got a ringer in the audience. We've got yeah, a, ringer. a
0: ringer. Yes, sugar. This little critter would not have been in your life 500 years ago. It is a highly processed food. Processed foods are always... I think, you can always, I think you could use the word always, detrimental to your health. It takes probably a foot of sugarcane for one teaspoon of sugar. So your sugarcane has lots of fiber. Fiber is what this microbiome needs, the healthy microbiome needs for survival. And of course, sugarcane is going to have a lot of moisture, and dehydration can be an issue. Yeah, she guessed. But sugar does a lot more detrimental things for you. So it actually turns off your ability to read serotonin. Your brain nerve endings likes to be tickled. It does not like to be bludgeoned. And this is a sledgehammer. So your brain, to protect itself... Take some of the neurons that read serotonin offline, so it doesn't get overstimulated. Therefore, you're less helped. You're less happy. By the reward, the dopamine pathway, it downregulates, takes some of those dopamine receptors offline, and that's why it takes more and more sugar, caffeine tobacco, alcohol, opiates, whatever is trips your reward center in your brain, and companies study this. Because if I can trip your reward center, and you experience my product, and that's what you like, you're mine for life. That's why you have penny slot machines. Quite truthfully. And here's here's a, Here's a wonderful one, the appetite connection for sugar. It actually blocks your brain from reading leptin, which is the I am full hormone. So can you imagine, if you're a food manufacturer, can you imagine a better product to put just a little bit in your food? It is highly addictive, more addictive than cocaine. Number one driver of inflammation. Inflammation equals repair deficit. And it shifts the microbiome into an unhealthy direction. There is hope for us, though. You can rewire your brain. You can learn a new habit. You get the sugar out. And your happiness goes up first. Happiness will go up first. You may get to be thin, and your cravings go down. There's three huge wins. Three huge wins. But know that while your serotonin receptors go, come back online, your dopamine receptors do not. So that's why if you decide to get sugar-free, and you decide to partake again, you can get down in the weeds because the brain path, what you fire together, wires together, and that pathway is still there. You have to make a new pathway. You have to learn a new skill to avoid sugar. How long does it take to get that out? I love it. Um, there are three days, a lot of people, Some people 10, usually within one month. That's why you'll see the 28 day detox. You'll see that a lot in January. Outside maybe three months, and very, very, very outside six months. Most people 10 days to a month. Depends on on where you are on this continuum. Good question, thank you. So what do we do to protect our health? Organic vegetables and fruit. Organic because it does not have the pesticide load in it, which your body reads as a toxin. I want you to think about fruit. Fruit is sugar. And in an actual world, there would have been no way before refrigeration and transportation, to have fruit every day. So when you think about your health, think about how your life would have been 200, 300, 500 years ago. This body is 250,000 years in the making. And we live in an unnatural world. So wherever you, if you, when you think about it from this angle, you can think, Is light grand for me? Probably not, because that's not how my body evolved. Um, Your body's going to make every inch of sugar it needs. It only needs probably a teaspoon a day, and it will make it through um, protein by uh, gluconeogenesis. Eating vegetables is going to give you the fiber that your healthy microbiome needs, and you would like to eat a variety of color every day because every color is a different nutrient profile. So the three uh, ways that diet will impact the sleep is, number one, if you're inflamed, you're going to maybe snore and have sleep apnea more, so decrease the inflammation. That's going to open up that airway. Um, if you don't make the, if your gut is not making the good neurotransmitters, the serotonin, which goes to melatonin, you're not going to be able to drop into sleep as well. And the unhealthy bacteria and fungus, it can actually get a little bit more active at night. You may not feel it, but it is in there and may keep you awake. And of course, diet, if your blood sugar is going up and down, that's a huge stressor, huge stressor. And if you're lacking nutrients, minerals, your body has to have all those things to make healthy cells. It's making cells all the time. So give it what it needs. So promote health by optimizing sleep, controlling stress, and eat a plant-based, high-quality diet. Your
1: turn. Super. Okay. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you're enjoying this podcast. It's free to you, and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational. Heck, even fun. We have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way, you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. Okay, so de-stressing for the holidays. Or, subtitle is, or fiscal year end is awesome, said no accounting manager ever. (laughs) (laughs) We got a lot of stuff going on at the end of the year. The holidays are part of that, but there's other parts that are equally as stressful. So we're going to talk a bit about all the stuff we have going on at the end of the year. Just like this ladies stressing out about the holidays. So pick your stress. So A, it's nearly Christmas. B, it's financial year end. Do we have anybody who works in like the business, the office, that type of thing? Oh, okay. Well, this is more for the Hallmark people. But still at the year end, we've got, sometimes we've got our, well, we've got the whole open enrollment thing we've just done. Uh, we've got our taxes that we've got to pay that we've got to start getting ready. So there's that stress, too, even if we're not in a job where we have to deal with year-end and um, month-end type of business. So it's just a stressful time of year. So financial close and extra work. Holiday celebrations, which is it's a good thing. It's a fun thing. We enjoy them, but it's, it is stress because it takes us away from our usual routine and doing the other things that we need to do to keep our life going. So if you are in a situation where you are working with employees, then people are taking time off. There's the department luncheon, the division luncheon, all of these things going on um, surrounding the holidays and year-end. That can be very stressful because everybody else has to go and pick up the slack. It's just a recipe for for stress, and there's a, a link there. And I can send this PDF to you if you would like, and I do have a handout that has some of the links on it. So that's work. What about the rest of my life? So first of all, we, there's the winterizing. We've got to get the house ready. We've got to get the car ready. We've got to get the yard ready if we have a yard. Um, switching over our wardrobe. I know my 100-year-old house has tiny little closets, and I've got to completely rehaul everything. So there's winterizing of everything. There's the holiday travel, holiday guests. Anybody traveling for the holidays? Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm me and my kid and have to take care of the cats and the dogs before we go and it's a lot of stress right there's um the all the gifts oh my gosh all the gifts and then you forget about oh yeah the postal carrier oh yeah my kid's teacher and all the wrapping and all of that there's also all the donation drives the sweater drives the scarf drives the children's drives the toys everything all comes down at this time of year um, decorating, it's fun, but it's, you know, just adds to what we've got. All the cooking, the baking, and uh overeating. Donna presented so well about that. Um, all of the holiday programs and recitals, I'm missing my nephew's winter program tonight. Um, so there's, there's just no good time, right? Because there's the recitals and the programs and the parties and all of these things. And just all of the holiday parties. And then family traditions and family stress us out this time of year. And then, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've just got a lot, of go- lot going on. The effects of stress on the body. Donna talked quite a bit about this. There's a lot of overlap between our presentations, but we felt that that was a good thing. Okay. So, depression and anxiety, right? We have depression around the holidays. Maybe things aren't as nice as we would like. We've got anxiety around that. Um, Also, seasonal affective disorder. We wake up and it's dark. If we're working during the day, we go home and it's dark and it's gray and cloudy and it's cold. We stay inside. Our immune system is impaired and it just happens to be cold and flu season. My kid's home sick right now, right? So it's just this going around Our immune system's deficient anyway because we're not getting out and we're not doing the things that we need to, and we're stressed. And then our emotions are easily triggered because we're not functioning at our best. And we're unable to focus, again, because of stress and just all the things. And it shuts down the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve is a pathway that goes from the brain to the gut, and it wanders around the body. We call it vagus nerve because it has the same root word as the word vagabond, which means it wanders. So it goes to eyes, ears, goes throughout the body, all the way down to the gut, and takes care of a lot of different functions. But when we're in stress, then that pathway shuts down so that we have the energy for fight, flight, or freeze. Well, the thing is, our bodies were hardwired and made to be able to respond in a crisis. Say, a tiger is chasing us. Well, the thing is, our stressors have changed, so we're wired the same way as if a tiger were chasing us, but our body's responding to the stress of, oh crap, it's my nephew's holiday thing tonight, and I gotta feed my kid. It's a stressor, not as dire, but the body responds in the same way. So, um, as as Donna mentioned, that deep breathing is very helpful to get us out of that stress response. the trick is, and this is the secret, the vagus nerve, we need to get that pathway back open so that we've got our energy for, for rest and repair and tend and befriend. What does that the quickest and the surest is deep breathing, slow deep breathing. Now, Donna, you said you wanted to add some things about the vagus nerve.
0: Yeah, uh, the vagus nerve is, is the, the relaxed nerve, and when you deep breathe, We're telling that vagus nerve. Activate, become,
1: unsafe. Yeah. And it goes
0: throughout the body and very quickly because all of your body has to know which way to be in. You can't be half survival, half You know, you're either all survival
1: or all remain. Yeah. So it's critical, yeah. Thank you. It is very critical. Um, so there's a lot of Literature out there about the vagus nerve, it does many, many things, but it basically is designed to keep us safe. Our whole body is designed to react in a crisis, and we do, whether the crisis is a looming deadline or we're getting too close to the edge of the cliff. So that's the vagus nerve. And then all of this, this, the effects of stress can also result in weight gain, which increases inflammation in the body as well. So strategies to tackle holiday stress it 's like that 's great, Christy, but now what do we do? What do we do about it? So first, get some sun seasonal affective order is very seasonal affective disorder is very, very real, and you know we react to sunlight we react to certain wavelengths of life and so get some sun whenever possible. sit near a window. you know I originally gave this um, presentation at Hallmark. It's a big, beautiful campus, and there are many beautiful places to sit. They have many sitting areas with tables and couches and and beautiful things next to windows. So if your workspace is dark and no windows around, get your laptop, get up, and move over closer to the sun. Just somehow get some sunlight. And get outside whenever possible. Even if you work, I know I work at, at KU, KU Medical Center, or wherever you work. If you're inside, take some time to get outside whenever possible. And it usually is possible, even for five minutes. So getting outside, exercise and fresh air are natural stress stress busters. This is a big one and kind of controversial. Do less and enjoy it more. At the holidays, we stress ourselves out with so many expectations. Who are you doing these things for? Do you enjoy them? If you don't enjoy them and if you're not doing it because you enjoy it, why do we stress ourselves out over this, right? Who are you pleasing? What can you do without? I dated this guy many, many years ago and his family was this hot mess over the holidays. They had to adopt a family, which is a wonderful thing to do, don't get me wrong, but they had to have a certain breakfast on a certain day and certain people had to host and they had this picture of what a perfect christmas was and if everybody didn't guess and deliver that perfect christmas people's feelings were bent out of shape and the, all of the ritual all of the trappings all of the stuff this family was just so stressed out it was really painful to watch but what are what are you doing it all for right um our in our family we do holiday cookies a lot of families do. These eggnog cookies, my grandma found the recipe in the Kansas City Star in the 50s, and we make these beautiful sugar cookies. There's one day where you mix the dough, and the second day you roll them out and bake them. The third day you decorate them. So this is a big deal. It used to be I would decorate the cookies, and i put little belts on the Santas and white fur trim on the Santas and put a little yellow spot on the bells, Now, I just color them all red. (laughs) What can we do without? They're all going to the same place, right? Doesn't matter if there's fur and buckles on the Santas. So just figure out what you can do away with. What is not really pleasing to you anymore? And try to stick with your daily routine. Donna talked about sleep and the importance of eating regularly and and just of eating what we usually eat. Try and stick to your daily routine. So when we get way off track, our body's not used to it. And that creates physical stress, which also creates mental and emotional stress. And focus on the joy. Again, if it doesn't make you and yours happy, why do it? Now, this kind of is counterintuitive. This is when you ask for assistance, do it individually. Because... What happens if we send a group text, a group email? It's like, "I really need help picking up the ham. Who can do it? Everybody thinks, "Oh, this went out to 10 different people. Somebody's going to do it." Whereas if you ask individually, it's probably going to be going to be done, and you'll get some help. And then every day, give yourself the gift of 15 to 20 minutes of quiet, alone time. This makes such a big difference. calm your stress schedule it if you have to put it in your calendar i my calendar i've got an iphone it goes to my ipad and my laptop if i put it in my calendar it goes across all devices and it's hooked to my scheduler so nobody can schedule time with me when i've got it in my calendar so schedule it claim it if you have to nobody's going to give it to you all right even more sanity savers Practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is very, very important. Acknowledge and feel your feelings. Mindfulness is the state of being present in your body. You're aware of how you're feeling and what your emotions are. You're aware of what your mood is. Anybody go from like zero to pissed off in 20 seconds, right? If we can be mindful and catch ourselves before we get to that blow-up point, we're going to be a lot less stressed. So just being mindful of your body. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling, my heart is racing. My breath is quickening. I'm stressed. That's what I'm feeling. And then we can do something about it. If we catch ourselves when we're at the blow-up point, we're past that point where we can do anything about it. And we may have hurt feelings or caused harm in a relationship. If there have been changes in the family. And this is very important at the holidays. We get so depressed because... We may have lost someone. Um, Someone in the family may have split up, and the family dynamic is very changed. Somebody may have moved away, and it's no longer the same. Someone may have lost a job, and the finances are not the same. There can be changes around the holiday season that are deeply, deeply felt. And so if if there have been changes in the family, acknowledge that things are going to be different. We can't expect and hold people to the same expectations if someone is missing in the family or if something has changed drastically in the family. So just acknowledge it and accept that things could be different and then make new traditions. And then reach out, seek community, seek friends. We don't have to be lonely in our own homes. We can go and volunteer. The Salvation Army, we usually volunteer with the Salvation Army. Things happen where we're not going to do that this year, but I really love getting out and delivering meals to people on Christmas and Thanksgiving. So if you can seek out people and seek out community, that's going to be very helpful. (coughs) Be realistic. Forget the perfection. Forget the little buckles and the belts on the Santa Clauses. (laughs) Perfect is the enemy of good. right? If we are trying to strive for perfect, it's got to be the perfect Christmas, the perfect ham, the perfect table then we're setting ourselves up for stress. And plan ahead and group your activities. Try to group all of your shopping here, all of your phone calls and card writing there. Just trying to group your activities, shopping, planning, baking, it makes it so much easier. And then curb the urge to overeat. Donna talked quite a bit about all of the sugary treats we have and the cheese. Oh my God, the cheese, that's my downfall. (laughs) have a healthy and filling snack before you go to a party. My cousins throw this blowout Christmas party. Well, it's a holiday party between Christmas and New Year's. There's every kind of cheese. There's whiskey weenies. There's all kinds of sweets and treats. It's just insane. And, you know, the common thing to do would be I'm going to not eat all day so I can have room for more of this stuff. Well, how about having a meal before you go to a party where you know that it's going to be temptations to overeat or to eat the wrong things? That way you're not as tempted to overindulge in things that are really not going to make you feel any better. We talk about comfort food, heavy, sweet, fat-laden, well, that might be comfort for five minutes, but then later you're going to regret it because you're feeling heavy and gross, right? So. Just having a healthy and filling snack before you go to a party. Keep fruit and vegetables handy as well throughout this time. Make a fruit basket available around your house so that you're not as tempted to have these sugary treats. Oh, and party mix. Oh, my gosh, did I mention party mix? That's my other downfall. Oh, my God, it is so good, right? So (laughs) try to have have some healthy snacks before mom brings out the party mix. And then get help if you need it. And this, is, this would be in the form of an EAP if you've got a job that, that gives you an employee assistance program. Um, seeking out counseling or a coach if you need some help with managing your stress during this time. And then what is this one? Oh, I added this at the last minute. This is about donations. The, all of the endless donation drives, which is a wonderful thing. We always think of those who are less fortunate at this time of year. But what about in the spring? What about in the summer? People need things just as much during those times. And financial stress is really big during the holidays. This is not to say don't give donations. Absolutely give donations. But if it stresses you out, all of the things to do, all of the financial burden of it, Make your donations in the spring or in the summer or in the fall. There's a need always, especially when we're talking about clothes and food pantries because everybody thinks of it at Christmas, but nobody thinks of it during the rest of the year. So just cons- something to consider. And set boundaries like a frickin' boss. So it's okay to say no if you don't want to do it. It's okay to say no if you're already overscheduled. It's okay to say no if you don't have the time. It's okay to say no if you feel forced to say yes. It's okay to say no if it doesn't make you happy. It's okay to say no if you'd rather just relax. It's okay to say no. We overschedule and overburden ourselves at this time of year, and not all of it is joyful, and not all of it is happy. Now, this is the reason why a lot of it is not joyful and not a lot of it is not happy because there can be difficult people we feel like we're forced to be around. Family. And difficult relatives and other people that we see during this time of year. If your family tends to squabble, consider going out to eat. <laughs> we're not going to pick a fight at a restaurant. Probably not. <laughs> And learn to say no. Set boundaries like a boss. That was the last slide. Learn to say no whenever appropriate. And hold on to those boundaries. It's like, no, I said I'm not going to make the whole turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes. I'm, we can order it, but I'm not going to make it this year. Right? And just stand firm to your boundaries. Set aside differences, please, just for the sake of having a nice meal together or having a nice day together. And take a breather. You're not, you're not obligated to participate if things get tense. I always like to tell people you're not obligated to participate in someone's energy or someone's argument. We are obligated to be kind. We are obligated to be nice. So it's very honest to say, boy, I'm feeling a little tense. I think I'm going to step out. That's honest. That's truthful. Right? It's non-confrontational. So we're not obligated to participate in heated family discussions or arguments or anything like that. But we are obligated to be kind. And don't be afraid to change the subject or be willing to leave it. Some of us just have to get the last word in. (laughs) And we can let other people have the last word if it means that we get to finish the (laughs) discussion. So, just be willing to change the subject or leave it. And limit alcohol. Yeah, we tend to say things we don't mean or keep going a little, pushing a little too hard on certain points after alcohol. Just in case, showing up for racial justice is an organization that promotes racial justice. They have a hotline. You can text SOS to 82623 and then you text. SOS to this number, and they respond, are you having a problem defending um, on racial questions, on political questions, or on justice questions? A, B, or C. And then you respond, and they'll say, okay, here's some talking points for you. So kind of nice. I'm sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to take my phone. (laughs) 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 Then you come back to the table, it's like, well, Uncle Dave... I respond to you thusly
0: <laughs>
1: so it's kind of a nice tool, and then uh, so this is all of this information is taken in part from a Chicago Tribune article, which um, I can send you the PDF. All right, tools for the Times and beyond first. Practice deep breathing to quiet the stress response. This, I think we've covered this quite a bit. Deep breathing is something nobody has to know that you're doing it. You can do it in the bathroom, in your car, whenever you need a break. Learn to meditate or just sit quietly 15 to 20 minutes. Like I said, schedule it if you have to, but it really helps. Um, five, just even sitting quietly 15 minutes, focusing on your breath is very helpful. Meditation is a reliable stress buster. Any regular meditators here? Awesome. Perfect, perfect, perfect. If you're not, that's okay. Meditation is not religious. It is not um, a certain doctrine. It is just mindful breathing and clearing the mind. You know, people often say to me, because I am a meditation instructor, they say, I just can't quiet my mind. Well, you're right. You can't. You can't stop your heart and you can't stop your lungs either, nor would you want to. But you can learn to slow your heart rate. You can learn to slow your breath. You can learn to slow the barrage of thoughts. It just takes practice and intention. Energy healing can help you reset if necessary, as well as balance stress and anxiety. And I tell you, you cannot swing a cat without hitting a Reiki practitioner here in Kansas City. There are so many of us, right? So if you need help finding somebody to help you with... um, Energy work to manage stress and anxiety. I can hit me up, I can hook you up. All right, so that's it. That is my presentation. Any questions? I'd like to open it up for discussion, and that is questions for me or Donna. And Donna, you want to come up in case to answer questions or just you know anything that you think is you'd like to discuss or give us. Um, it's like well, in my family, we do this, or this is something that I like to use. So, I'd like to open it up to you guys. <clears throat> and David, would you mind? Since you're sitting next to the lights, would you mind kicking on the lights? The on. Thank you so much. That blue tinge of oh, thank you. Oh, perfect. Play. Thank you. Gluten.
0: It. it is huge and. I didn't even go into, there's actually functional labs that allow you to see a lower level of how your body is functioning than just conventional labs. And that's my second little calling. (laughs) Anyway, they're functional labs. And when I say that, it's like, what am I talking about? Okay, so you can actually get labs that um, they're a stool test, and they will check the balance of the bacteria versus parasites, uh, yeast. But it will also look at gluten and gliadin markers to see how leaky your gut is. And so, yeah, you get a marker, you get a number telling you how well you are able to handle gluten. Let me talk about another reason to question how much wheat you want in your diet. In the 50s, they, re- they hybridized wheat to have more gluten, which is probably not the most helpful thing, but there's another reason that you may want to really question how much wheat you want to eat. It is sprayed with Roundup or glyphosate before it is harvested to help dry it, and glyphosate is a huge detriment to your body It was, number one, used as a mineral chelator for pipes. So you may need your minerals, calcium, zinc, iron, to be used by your body, not bound by glyphosate. It's, number two, used as an antibiotic. It kills bacteria by the shikimate pathway. And they say you don't have a shikimate pathway, and that is true. A human does not have a shikimate pathway. However, your gut bacteria do. And so you kill your gut bacteria. So, and glyphosate opens up these, your your cells of your intestinal tra- tract should be just like this. They open them up to be leaky. So you get bigger food prod- particles across between the cells instead of through the cells. And that triggers a lot of autoimmune diseases. And that's on the rise too. So, yeah. Robby, um, I know people are sensitive to gluten. Yes. Yeah. Normal people. Yeah. And I've just found out that I am sensitive and I don't ha- I don't feel anything.
1: Now, I got very very sick last week. I went to the Canteen Chow restaurant, which is a Michael Forbes restaurant. You would think they would know better, right? And I ordered the street tacos, most delicious tacos I ever put in my face. And I ordered them because they were on that said corn tortillas. Now, white corn tortillas are soft, they're thick, and they're very chewy. And so I got my plate, and I didn't question them. They, they looked white, and I taste they were delicious. And afterward, I asked the the cook. I said, "Those are the best corn tacos. I, what's the brand? I want to buy them." He says, "Those were flour." And I called the manager over, and I said, "If you're going to make a substitution, you've got to tell your customers." He said, "Oh, sorry. Well, we didn't get our shipment today." Oh. <laughs> I said, mm, "No, that's not acceptable." So, and I was very, very sick, and for several days, I had to cancel appointments. I had to re- completely rearrange my schedule. I gave a presentation. I was—I had no idea what I was saying. It was—it was bad. But I'm also allergic to wheat, and I'm very sensitive to gluten. But I think to answer your question, even if you're not sensitive to gluten or allergic to it, or if, even if you don't have celiac, I believe yeah. that gluten can cause inflammation yeah. throughout the body. Yeah. And Donna, bless her heart, has these beautiful uh, supplements, and I believe that you can order these beautiful supplements through you. There's a
0: different one that not actually threw me, but I can...
1: You can hook up. Yeah. Right? You've got the hook up. There are supplements to help you. Yeah, Yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, But it took several days of of supplements and water and rest. But, yeah, I mean, I think many people... I I don't know that we even need to have gluten. I don't think we need to have wheat.
0: A lot of people will say um, grains. If you are in pain, decrease the grains because that was a newer addition to our diet, Clear Back mm-hmm. Wind. And so grains usually are uh, carbs. They're going to raise your blood sugar. But because of the way they're stored, a lot of them will have a mold issue. Mm-hmm. And mold is a huge... That's an allergen. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really plays havoc with your immune system in your body. So, you know, you just, you just keep layering things on. Just keep... You know, you do this, and you know, if you did XYZ and you got a little bit of help or maybe not enough, I would just really hope that you don't stop. Go deeper, dig deeper. And there's a lot of functional medicine uh, labs. When we talk functionally, let me just talk about vitamin D. Okay, so a normal vitamin D, you can look it up on. Conventional labs are 20 to 40. Optimum, when you talk to functional people, functional doctors or you know, people that are in the functional area, they will tell you a 50 to 80. So yeah, normal labs just tells you you're as sick as everybody else. You wanna optimize,
1: optimize, optimize. Well, in D3, that's what we get from sunlight, right? Sunlight. And then, of course, during the wintertime, we don't have as much sunlight. Right. So no but wonder. you can take
0: supplements. Right, you yeah, can Yeah, it's,
1: it's, you know, there are right. ways around it. But,
0: uh, yeah, you, you just need to be cognizant. The more you learn, the more you're able to support this body. And, well, I, I can easily say that I've never felt better in my life. Yes. Do I wish I would have known this when I was twenty, or maybe fourteen, <laughs> or maybe ten? Uh, yeah. Would I have changed then? Uh, maybe not. Some, you know, a lot of us have to get our backs against the wall before we'll, we'll change. And you, you made your changes because of this debilitating leg pain. Yeah, I, th- I didn't think I'd be walking. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I changed. Just a little bit of my diet. And um, I I was pain-free in one month. After 55 better years, and I didn't think I'd be walking anymore. I'm I'm real serious about this. Chiropractic had quit working. It worked for about 10 years, and then it worked less and less and for shorter periods of time. And finally the chiropractor said, let's take an x-ray. He goes, there's nothing wrong here. I don't know why you're in pain. I had tried acupuncture, deep tissue massage, a couple of different energy modalities. So not, was it
1: inflammation?
0: Or? I have no idea. Nobody could ever tell me. I mean, I've been going to the doctor since I was
1: about ten. Energy. Oh, energy. That's my world. that's that, she says. That's my. But I had energy,
0: energy, didn't I, Joan?
1: <laughs> no, but energy but anyway. like your chakra system, your aura system, right? And where? But where that we're didn't help.
0: I, I tried, but it didn't help.
1: What was your diet? Uh, I was pretty much eating
0: uh, vegetarian. I only had meat maybe twice a week. And so when I, I I knew I was not going to take ibuprofen routinely. It raised my stroke risk, raised my heart attack risk, impair my gut, impair my kidneys. No way am I going to do this every day. So I said, if I'm going to eat beef, it'll be grass-fed beef. Went to Aldi's, got some grass-fed beef, fried the hamburger, and I could see those fats were a different consistency. And I said, oh, my. If my eyes can see a difference, what do my cells know? And then I got a farm-raised chicken, threw it in a pot of water, and boiled it. Every recipe will tell you, pull off the scum. No scum came to the top of that chicken. And I thought, oh, my. And then, do we not know that a a done chicken falls apart? That chicken did not fall apart. Because the tendons are healthier because he's been running around outside eating bugs and enjoying life. He's a healthier chicken. Your body will pick up that health. So that was the only two small interventions I did, and I was pain-free, really, in one month. Uh Uh-huh. I'm, I'm currently with a Community Sustainable Agriculture, CSA, and you can look them up online. They're all over. But um, they're getting, uh, like, uh, local, pig, local Pig has these kind of products. Uh, local Pig, it's down it's in the restaurant. city mar- market. It's a, actually a, a butcher, too. Mm-hmm. Um, all these has grass-fed beef and
1: sometimes uh, buffalo. <laughs> um yeah Yeah. Aldi's is amazing they have more organic food food. food. yeah Yeah, more organic food than whole foods and they have tremendous gluten-free options and the prices you can't beat the prices because they're out of europe europe does
0: not allow a lot of the things that the united states does and when you get into that which is a whole nother bugaboo So there's we, we are selling our health people for other people's profit. And then they sit and tell us that it's our fault. It is not our fault, but you do have to learn. And it's getting easier all the time because
1: every, this
0: works like magic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: And so everybody wants it, and it's I've getting easier and easier.
1: Within the last like five or so years, they started putting allergens on packaging. Changed my life. Right at the end, I, ju- I just go to the end. And um, the other point I wanted to make is SAD, SAD, stands for seasonal affective disorder, but it also stands for standard American diet. But they both make us sad. And we just need to, like you said, educate ourselves. Mm-hmm educate ourselves reading and adding the nutritional labels on things is so helpful. You go to restaurants and they have the uh like even if a fast food restaurant they'll have it up on the screen. That's why I'm doing it like this. Um they'll have the calorie counts. And this is huge and you can go on websites like for Chipotle. We eat at Chipotle all the time because I can see them making the food and they make a commitment to have um antibiotic free and organic as much as possible and local as much as possible. You can't be perfect all the time unless you have your own farm that grows everything. Um, But, you know, it's easy to find these things out. The piece that I think many people are missing is what's going on in their own body and what's good for their own body because we're all unique and we're all different. So that's where your services come in because you can order some tests. Yeah, we can find out
0: personally. Which which pathway are you being impaired by? Mm -hmm. And organic... It costs a producer a lot of money to be able to say organic. That, that's a lot of testing for them. So if you go to a local farmer's market, know your producer, ask them questions. What pesticides do you use? You never want Roundup or glyphosate. You don't want dicamba. There are approved pesticides for organic. The CSA that we use, I went to the farm and I said to them, so you've got a field and it's got weeds or it's not healthy. What do you do? They send a plant to Nebraska and they only f- treat that field with minerals. They use zero pesticide. Yeah, fruitful hills and fruitful hills. Uh huh. And I'll give you my contact information. My husband is the um, contact uh, for them with because. They're English. They don't use phones or English, not British. Yeah, but they are not. You would Amish. maybe think they're Amish, but right. that looks like that to us. So anyway, and not, but there's lots of CSAs. Ask questions, and you, and you just need to to be aware. And since we're talking, I'll get out here about my functional medicine again. I have delved so deeply into this. There is integrative medicine for mental health. I'm listed on their website. I went to their convention. They are reversing reversing Alzheimer's, reversing autism. These are huge words.
1: Very much so.
0: Functional medicine, there was a woman who she had MS She could not get, she could not even do what you're doing. She couldn't even sit up in a chair. She had to be in a zero gravity chair. She was so weak. And she started researching. She's a doctor. Her name is uh, Terry Walls in Ames, Iowa. And so she started researching, and I believe it was in three months she was able to walk with a cane. This is very hopeful. You won't hear this. From conventional doctors. And it's not because they don't want to know. They weren't taught this. That's why I no longer practice pharmacy. I'm over here and functional. I didn't know this either. I just knew I wasn't taking ibuprofen or naproxen. And you can go to any, any pharmacy or probably gas station and buy as much as you want. It makes your gut leaky. I didn't even know that at the time. I just knew I wasn't going to chance a stroke, a heart attack, or kidney problems. So reach out. Um, I, I am just passionate that this, this information get out to people. There is so much hope. 55 years, one month,
1: wow. pain-free. So for nutrition, for the functional side of it, the tests and all like that, and to talk about diet and lifestyle changes to help your health, Contact Donna on our website, RadiateWellnessCommunity.com for the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the lifestyle type of stuff. You can contact me, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Again, RadiateWellnessCommunity.com. We really are, are here to serve, and we want to help as many people as we can just to live happier and healthier. Yeah. Good. Well, Thank you we guys out time. for Thank coming Thank you so out. much.
0: <laughs> this was so fun. <laughs> this was so much
1: fun. Thank you so much.